0: Up next, Rob Smith is problematic, part of the Gingrich 360 network. Coronavirus hysteria is not over, rolling lockdowns will continue, and the mainstream media is going to have a total meltdown post-Trump. Those are just a few of my predictions for 2021, and the rest are coming up on Rob Smith is Problematic. One of the greatest things, one of the really fun things about being a political commentator is that you can be absolutely wrong most of the time and still keep your job. It's actually crazy. I, I think that the only other profession that you may be able to be wrong so, mu- so much and still keep your job is to be a politician, is to be in Congress or to be a senator, or to be whatever. So we're going to do some predictions here for 2021. And I could be wrong on all of these fronts. I could be absolutely wrong. And even if I am wrong, I will still be doing this podcast. But I do not think that these predictions are off. Number one, I'm very good at this. I'm very good at anticipating trends. I anticipated the trend that there's going to be a lot of people that were fed up with the left and that were fed up with everything that was going on from Democrats and from the left and that they were going to switch sides. They were going to start supporting Trump. They were going to go to the Republican Party. I made that prediction probably going on three years ago, and it, and I've done very well with that prediction. So that's very well. So let's talk about some of the predictions that I have for 2021. I, I think that we can't talk about any predictions that I have for 2021 without talking about coronavirus, because coronavirus has so thoroughly defined 2020, forever, and it will continue to define 2021, and it will continue to define American life and our relationship with the rest of the world, particularly China, in 2021 and beyond. And this is why I think coronavirus hysteria is not over, and it's not going to be over in 2021, because we have this vaccine rolling out. Thank God that there's a vaccine. I personally will not ever take that vaccine. I will not touch that vaccine with a 10-foot pole. And do you know why I will not touch that vaccine? Because I am a young, healthy man who stands next to 0% of a chance of being of dying from coronavirus. So with me and the vaccine, the question that I ask myself is, why would I put something in my body that is going to protect me from a virus that has a 99.9% recovery rate among people my age. And I cannot answer the question. I have questions about how quickly it was brought out to market. I have questions about some of the legality behind it, because I don't think a lot of people know that as a part of Operation Warp Speed and as a part of the fact that this vaccine came so quickly, People have no legal recourse against any of these companies that have manufactured this vaccine. So basically, you take this vaccine and something happens to you, then you're just screwed. There's no legal recourse that people have. So no, I'm just not taking the vaccine. And because I'm not taking the vaccine, and like I said, I, I don't tell you guys how to think. I don't tell you guys what to do. I'm just telling you what I'm doing, that there's a lot of people that feel the same way. My sister is not even a Republican. And she is like, I'm not taking that vaccine. I'm not doing anything to do with that vaccine, right? So the reason coronavirus hysteria is not gonna be over is because there's gonna be a lot of people that are not gonna take this vaccine. And now we're talking about different mutations of the the coronavirus. Now there's a different mutation in the UK, and now, you know, you, you can't, like, we can't, people can't fly from the UK without, say, like getting a coronavirus test and all that stuff. So this coronavirus hysteria, this thing that has defined so much of 2021 is not over. And it's not going to be over in 2021. You have people like, oh my God, the great emperor God, Dr. Fauci, you know, that this person that I don't know, I, you know, I, sometimes I wish for a simpler time when I did not know who this man was, that I didn't even know he existed. And he was just like walking around somewhere being five foot two and just, I don't know, ruining somebody else's life. But he's saying that these lockdowns may continue. They're saying that, well, if we don't get enough people vaccinated, then we're gonna have to be locked down and it's gonna be an awful Christmas season and don't go see your families and don't go do all of this stuff. And people are still giving him this platform and they're gonna continue to give him this platform in 2021. And so these people are saying that, we may be locked down through 2022. It, it, it's completely ridiculous. And the saddest thing about this coronavirus hysteria is that it has become a left or right thing. It has become like a Democrat or Republican thing. I have an uncle who's a total leftist that I love dearly. He lived in San Francisco for like literally 30 years, so you can think about you know, how far left he is. But so he calls me yesterday. And he says, you know, Rob, I just want to know you like, you're in Florida. Oh, my God. Like, how is it down there? How is everything? How are you doing? I'm like, I'm, it's fine down here. This is I've been in Florida for about the past seven months. You guys all know I left New York City after two months of lockdowns. I couldn't take it anymore. And I can't I can't even bear to think about what it's like in New York City right now. So the way media would have you think about Florida right now, they would have you think that we are literally stepping over dead bodies to get the brunch down here. It is not like that in Florida. And so this whole take on coronavirus has become a left right thing because my uncle was calling to check up on me and then we just kind of got into to this argument about coronavirus. And the thing about it is I'm going to operate under the assumption that there are some Democrats with brains left in the world. Uh, there are some liberals that actually think You know, this may be hard to to realize, this may be hard to comprehend, you know, seeing everything that we've seen over the past three to four years. But I, I do believe that there are some liberals with brains left in America. And for liberals with brains, if you are a critical thinker, you would ask questions about how we have dealt with coronavirus as a country. And these questions would be, if lockdowns worked at the very beginning, why are we doing them again? That is a very valid question, but liberals can't ask that question because it's only those scary far right wing conservative nut jobs that are actually allowed to to ask questions about things. So Republicans and people on the right ask questions and liberals, people on the left are afraid to ask any questions because critical thinking is now some sort of Republican concept. It is the oddest thing ever. But coronavirus hysteria is not over because of all of these reasons, because even questioning it has become a left-right thing, where it really shouldn't be. It really should be about facts and truth. In In the great words of Ben Shapiro, facts don't care about your feelings. And the facts on coronavirus and everything that we have seen is leading us to believe that these lockdowns do not work. As a matter of fact, they are hurting and destroying more lives than they are protecting. There was a really, I just came across the saddest thing on Twitter this morning. Somebody said that their grandmother had just passed, and they said that because of coronavirus, because of lockdowns, because of all these things, we were not able to see our grandmother for months, and she died anyway, alone and lonely. And that is one of the saddest things that I read, and that is what people are missing. When they get into this coronavirus hysteria, and so let me tell you guys something, and I haven't came out publicly about this, so so this is you know I'll give you guys a little exclusive here on Rob Smith is problematic. I got COVID nineteen. I got the coronavirus. I got it. First of all, I'm gonna tell you how I have approached. The coronavirus this entire time my approach to the coronavirus when we had enough information i would say two months after after the lockdown started we had enough information by june by the way guys we have not gotten any more information in the past six months than we had in june There's not any more information than there was. As a matter of fact, things are are changing and they drop it on the CDC website and then nobody ever knows because CNN or or the mainstream media or or idiot Hollywood celebrities aren't going crazy about it. So it's all this information that nobody knows. So the way I went about how I approached this coronavirus pandemic was when I knew that this was something that was 99.9% recovery rate among people in my age bracket. And by people in my age bracket, I mean people like literally under 70 years old. Then I was like, this thing is going to blow through the population. And look, if you want me to wear a mask in a restaurant to go to, fine. If you want me to wear a mask in a grocery store, fine. Like I'm not an asshole like that. But I was like, everything is gonna, everybody's gonna get this thing. And I've gotta still keep working. I've gotta still keep doing my life. I've still gotta keep on doing what I'm doing. So I got coronavirus when I was traveling for work to Washington, DC, and it wasn't even in Florida. It wasn't one of the Florida crazies that gave me coronavirus. I got it in Washington, DC. And so I got coronavirus and I did not know that I even got it until it was gone. Right? So I was very fatigued for two days straight. One day I was a little fatigued. The second day I was so fatigued that I could barely get off the couch. The third day I felt a little bit better. And the fourth day I was fine and I just kept living my life that weekend, was around people, was around friends, went to brunch, you know, went to a party, was like in the hot tub, but it just stuff like that, not knowing that I had coronavirus. So I get the I get a call that somebody at an event that I was at had tested positive for coronavirus. They're like, you know, Rob, you should go get the test. And I'm thinking, I got something really bad last winter. I had convinced myself that I got coronavirus early and I had nothing to be afraid of. So I go get this test and I'm shocked that what I had was actually COVID. And by the time I got the test, it was already gone and I was not able to spread it to anybody. Because what these people will never tell you is that you cannot give coronavirus to anybody unless you are actively going through symptoms. When I was actively going through symptoms, even though I didn't know it was coronavirus, I stayed my ass at home because I felt like shit. And when I felt better and when I was around people, I wasn't going through coronavirus symptoms. So I passed the coronavirus to a grand total of zero people that I was around four days after I got better. And so that's my coronavirus experience. And the more you talk to people who have had coronavirus, the, the more you, get the sense that this is something that has been very, very, very much overblown. And I am sad about the people that have died. I am so sad about that. I, I really do. My heart goes out. Like I have a lot of empathy for them. But I'm also sad about the people that have lost their businesses. I'm also sad about the, the teenagers that have killed themselves. I, I'm also sad about these things. I'm, I'm also sad about people that have no idea what they're going to do moving forward because these lockdowns and everything that has happened with coronavirus has so screwed up their sources of income their businesses their entire lives i've a lot of empathy for that so when i tell you that the coronavirus hysteria is not over in 2021 it is not going to be over because there are too many people who this has become their religion. This has become their thing. This has become their way to virtue signal. And for a lot of the elites that have figured out that the COVID hysteria gives them control, they're not going to want to let go of that control. They are not going to want to seed that. And we have seen this all year. And if any of these politicians, even ones on the left, even if they had an ounce of integrity, they would know that lockdowns don't work. But the problem is, is that everybody's going lockstep in line with whatever their party is. Whitmer's going lockstep in line with whatever the party does. Everybody's doing whatever the party does. And as somebody that lives in Florida, and maybe I'm teasing one of my following predictions, as a matter of fact, let's go into my next prediction. And my prediction is that Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida will be proven right. And Governor Cuomo in New York will be proven absolutely wrong. And I'm going to tell you exactly why after the break. I live right now in the great state of Florida. Florida is wonderful. I moved to Florida two months after the lockdowns in New York City because I could not take it anymore. I couldn't take it. I couldn't take the lockdowns in New York City. I was depressed, I was in a small space. I was just, it was a bad situation. So I moved to Florida. I came down here with two bags in seven weeks and an Airbnb, and I just never left. And what I will tell you, as somebody who has lived in Florida for the past seven months, is that I cannot think of a better place in the world, actually, to be living right now than Florida. Because let me tell you something, and this is my next prediction prediction for 2021, is that Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York will be vilified and Ron DeSantis will be proven correct because the 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 sheen of the this halo that Governor Cuomo sort of built around himself just by by reading a powerpoint during the days of the pandemic in new york city oh he's so calm he's so presidential he's making all of us feel good and the thing about the left and this is the difference between the left and right in a nutshell what i really believe is that liberals democrats people on the left they would rather someone lie to them to their face and make them feel good than to tell them a hard truth andrew cromo made terrible decisions in New York. He mandated and like he's tried to get this scrubbed off the internet and he's tried to, you know, get that scrubbed out, but it's still there. People are never going to forget this, by the way. He mandated that COVID patients be returned to nursing homes, triggering this outbreak of this pandemic in nursing homes. The reason why New York has lost so many more people than everyone else is because of this decision. It was one of the most horrific and deadliest decisions that were made during this entire pandemic. People lost loved ones. People lost family members. The great meteorologist Janice Dean on, on Fox News has become sort of this, this unlikely kind of hero because she's the only she's one of the only people in media that will actually speak truth to this. I believe that she lost both of her in-laws her mother-in-law and her father-in-law I believe I could be wrong but I believe that she lost both of her in-laws because of what Andrew Cuomo did and when you listen to this this woman's story and when you see what she tweets on uh, on Twitter and when you see these moments that that she's gone viral I mean she'll be in tears like she's feeling this and she put emotion and, and she put heart and she put a real face onto what was a really bad decision um, made by Andrew Cuomo. And I do believe that after after Andrew Cuomo, you know, after this halo goes away and and when the the mainstream media really needs something more to do, and and we'll get to them at the end, but I really do believe that people are going to start asking some really tough questions about this stuff. And I don't know that he will be protected as much as he's been protected over the, the past you know six eight months of this pandemic on the other hand ron desantis governor ron desantis of the great state of florida of the state i am obsessed with florida i'd love it here it is florida is normal florida is about as close to normal i think as you're probably going to get in the united states of america right now are people still taking precautions absolutely do people Wear masks when they go into the grocery stores? Absolutely, I wear masks when I go into the grocery store. Do people wear masks when they walk into the restaurant? Yes, they do. It's stupid, it makes no sense. This idea that coronavirus can get you between the door and your table, but if you sit down at the table and then start eating or drinking, then it can't get you, but it can get you again if you stand up and then go to the restaurant. It's ridiculous, it's stupid, it's silly. But down here in Florida, we realize that this is a small price that we have to pay because things are open. Because the economy down here in Florida, the local economy is not being destroyed by lockdowns. Because there are people that are working in the restaurant industry and working in the bar industry, and let me tell you guys something, they are happy to be working. They are happy to have a job. And everybody down here, we are happy to still be able to go do things. Some of the shit is stupid. I went to a brunch buffet yesterday, and for whatever reason, I had to wear gloves when I, when I you know took the plate, and that was silly because we know coronavirus can't be can't be spread via hard surfaces. We knew that six months ago, but yet we're still operating in in this insanity. But Florida people are coming together and people are doing these things because they don't want to get shut down. And Ron DeSantis, thank God, said that he will not shut down Florida again. So all of his choices were proven correct. His choices and how he dealt with the most vulnerable in nursing homes—that was correct because he did not do what Andrew Cuomo did. And imagine with the major, how they come down on Republicans. If Ron DeSantis had done what Andrew Cuomo did, he—I mean—they would be burning effigies of DeSantis in the streets. All right, but Cuomo gets away with it. Governor DeSantis's approach. To the entire coronavirus, which was about the lefties, they all say, oh, God, you know, trust the science, trust the science, trust the science. Well, I trust the science. We're the party of science, says the party of 800 genders. But they're the the party of science, is what they say. DeSantis actually followed the science. He followed the science that said that there is a very low transmission rate of of coronavirus in bars and restaurants. We all know these are things. I'm telling you things that we all know. We all know that most people get coronavirus at house parties. I got it at a house party. I did. I got it at a house party because I knew if I was going to get coronavirus, I was just going to get through it in two and a half days and be over it, just like what happened. Because I work out, because I eat well, because I'm not a schlub, and I take care of myself. But DeSantis will be proven correct. And my biggest 2021 prediction is that people will start breaking all of this down as we relieve ourselves of all of this hysteria, as we relieve ourselves of 2020, as we relieve ourselves of this collective traumatic moment that we have all been through, Governor Ron DeSantis will be proven correct because people will look at what was actually done, and they will look at the numbers, and they will talk about the amount of people that recovered from coronavirus. I love Florida. I am blessed and privileged and happy to live here. And I think that Ron DeSantis not only will be proven correct, he will also get another term of governor. And what's shocking to me is how easily this could have gone the complete opposite direction here in Florida. Gillum could have won. You know, the the same Gillum who was, like, having, you know, meth parties with hookers in in Miami Beach. Like, look, he was a meth party with hookers. This this, this is what happened. Am I not allowed to say that Andrew Gillum had a meth party with hookers in Miami Beach? He had a meth party with hookers in Miami Beach. This is what happened. But imagine if Gillum had become governor of Florida. Because this is the same thing that they're trying to do with Georgia right now. They're always trying to, like, flood all of this money and all of this national attention and all these Hollywood celebrities and all of this shit to try to ruin red states to turn them blue. If Gillum had become governor of Florida, we would be locked down right now, people would be miserable, our economy would be shit in the toilet, and he would just be pulling the same stunts that all of these other Democrat governors are. So thank God for Governor Ron DeSantis, who has done a terrific job down here as a Floridian, as somebody who lives here and sees this with my own two eyes every single day, he has done a terrific job. And when the fog lifts, of the coronavirus hysteria that we have all been just wallowing around in, and we start looking at what people have actually done, he will be proven correct. Now, my last and biggest prediction for 2021 is about the mainstream media. And I will tell you exactly what is going to happen to them after the break. You know, I talk a lot of shit about the mainstream media on Rob Smith is problematic because I, I mean, media bashing is one of my favorite pastimes. I mean, it's it's literally like this in spin class. I love it. And it's a lot of fun. I think I have fun with it. I think you guys have fun with it. I think we all like to to hate a little bit on on CNN and MSNBC and you know all the little lackeys in the mainstream media. You know, we all have a little fun. There will be one of the biggest mainstream media meltdowns that you have ever seen in 2021. Because now they are going to be forced to exist in a post-Trump world. And what does a post-Trump world even look like? I don't know. They don't know. And they are freaking out. They are freaking out about it. And when I say a post-Trump world, it is because, like I've said on previous episodes, and I know people don't want to hear this, and I'm going to say this one time and we're going to move on. I did not vote for Joe Biden. I do not want Joe Biden to be president. I do not like this. But Joe Biden just will be the president. It just is what's going to happen. And so how's the mainstream media going to take this? How are they going to take a boring Biden swampy presidency? Well here's the thing, and this is what a lot of people don't realize about the mainstream media is that while people were you know crying crocodile tears on CNN and they were saying things like Trump is de- he's destroying the fabric of our democracy they were laughing all the way to the fucking bank because these people were making so much money during the Trump era the mainstream media so CNN and MSNBC going into 2016 were a joke. I mean, they're a joke now, but back then the ratings were a joke. They were irrelevant. They were irrelevant during the Obama years because they were nothing but cheerleaders for that bad administration and, and for those awful choices. And so their numbers were down. When Donald Trump Became president of the United States in in 2016. One of the most shocking events to ever happen in American history. And I, as somebody who's kind of like who loves America and who's a history, but I think it's hysterical how shocking it was. But they were shocked. I was shocked. You guys know I didn't vote for I didn't vote, vote for Trump. I didn't vote for Clinton either. I didn't vote, I didn't vote in 2016. Um, I thought they were both I thought they were both full of shit in 2016. And I came around to Trump after I saw what he did because he does things. He did things. He doesn't just talk about things. But anyway. He gave them the the biggest jolt of relevance that they had had. All of a sudden, people on the left were tuned in. All of a sudden, they couldn't get enough of Rachel Maddow. They couldn't get enough of Don Lemon. They couldn't get enough of these people that trafficked in all of these weird, silly conspiracy theories. We had the Russian collusion delusion. Uh, There was just so much stuff that was going on. And people were obsessed with it especially people on the left, they needed somewhere to go. They needed somewhere to vent. They needed somewhere to, to work out uh, all, all of their delusions. And and CNN and, and MSNBC gave them that, and their numbers were huge. And I mean, even Fox's numbers, and Fox, like everybody just had really big numbers during the Trump era, right? Now, this is my, as somebody who does Fox a lot and will continue to do Fox, by the way, my take on Fox is this, and I don't think I don't think anybody's gonna like stop booking me on Fox. If I said I would say this to anybody at Fox, my take on Fox is that Fox is conservative leaning, absolutely, but Fox has always been more center right than I think a lot of people give it credit for. Because as somebody that does Fox and somebody that, that watches at least a couple of shows on Fox, which you will generally get during the daytime, and I do uh, morning and daytime mostly, what you will generally get on Fox is you really will get a liberal and a conservative, liberal, conservative, liberal conservative. A liberal point of view is nearly always reflected on Fox. You don't see that on CNN or MSNBC on the opposite side. They don't have conservatives on CNN. They have like a, a bunch of Rhino Neocons that they can bring on CNN, you know, to, to help bash Trump. Like they'll do that. MSNBC will like ha- like bring on like f- fucking Michael Steele to come bash Trump. But they don't have a conservative. They don't have conservatives that come on that are pro Trump. And the reason why. I bring this up is that the leftist mainstream media are absolutely drunk on trump and they will not know how to give this up they are drunk on that man they are drunk on the attention he gave them they're drunk on the ratings that he gave them they are drunk on he gave them a, a personality he gave them a worldview he gave them so much even though they pretended to hate him they knew exactly how much he was doing for their careers and it is going to be harder for them to generate excitement or interest from viewers because they have been so drunk on him and so much of their stuff has been all about it and still and i watched you know i started watching a little bit of cnn msnbc just out of pure curiosity because i wanted to know so this is obviously you know the, the, we're obviously heading into the post-trump era so i was like are these people doing uh, are they starting to look into biden are they asking these people any questions are they doing any more interesting reporting but no, it's still Trump shit. They do not know how to give this up. And this is what I think. His Twitter feed is not going anywhere. Guys, Donald Trump's Twitter feed is not going anywhere. And the mainstream media who are bored with this, Biden, this swampy Biden presidency will try to use Trump's Twitter feed to kind of like prop them up and to kind of like try to be outraged about it. But It's not going to fly, as as my friend, speaking of Fox, my friend, the the great Neil Cavuto says, that dog don't hunt, all right? People are not going to be into it. It's not going to work because his Twitter feed doesn't have the immediacy that it had or that it it has had when he was president. So there are not going to be entire news cycles that are driven by his Twitter feed. It's still going to be funny as shit. It's still going to be funny as shit because he's going to call out Sleepy Joe and Kamala Harris and all. It's going to be fun to watch. But it's not going to be enough to prop up the mainstream media because they didn't figure out how to juxtapose their Trump hatred with actual reporting and actual real things. They didn't figure it out. And so their numbers are going to go way, way down. And on the opposite note, conservative media... Is our, you know, our Breitbarts, The Blaze, The Daily Wire, The Daily Caller, like all of these great conservative media outlets that we have are going to be people like me, commentators like me, like Brandon Tatum and and all of these other people will continue to explode because people are pissed. People are angry. People are upset. And that is going to reflect a lot of energy on our side, a lot of energy on the conservative side. And I think conservative media will explode, and that's one of my biggest predictions for 2021 as well, is that conservative media will explode. And what a lot of people don't realize about this ecosystem of conservative media that we have, it exists, and people like me and, all, and some of these people that I told you about are so popular because the left is lazy, okay? The left has media, entertainment, Hollywood, all of that other stuff, and that's what they use to promote their agendas but we don't have all that. So it really is just us. And I think that necessity is the mother of invention, and we will figure out new and more interesting ways to get conservative messages out to people that are primed for them and people that are ready for them. And my last prediction, my last prediction for 2021 and beyond, because this is gonna last throughout the entire Biden presidency, my prediction is that this Biden presidency is going to red pill so many people it is going to make your head spin. Because now everything that we've said, people are going to be able to see it with their own two eyes. And this is just like I said before, with um a lot of people that are that are pissed at Biden, even people on the left because he's not left enough or he's not socialist or whatever, he's not whatever. Sunlight is the best disinfectant. And you're going to be able to see the behavior from these people. You're going to be able to see the things that they do. And just like BLM, you, you know, uh, Biden won't meet with BLM. Like, yeah, you know, he they, they use you guys. Come on, you got used, you got played. It's politics, you got played, get over it. And people are gonna see things like this. And it is gonna red pill so many people that I think that by the time 2022 rolls around, Republicans will take back the House And by the time 2024 comes around, a Republican will retake the presidency. And I hope to God, first of all, do I think Trump should run again? I don't. I think it's a bad idea. I think that it's better to be kingmaker than king. I don't think it's a good idea for him to run again. Will he run again? Who knows? I personally don't think it's the greatest idea, but we'll see. Whatever. I'm like somebody that's running for president. Like, I will support the eventual nominee. You know, that's what they all say. But I hope to God, if Trump doesn't run again, we find a republican that is everything that they pretended that trump was and has a true america first agenda i hope that will happen i predict that that will happen and i predict that all of these things are going to happen in 2021 so roll on 2021 we will see if the predictions come true Thanks so much to my sponsors. Please support them so we can bring the show to you for free. Visit my show page at robsmithisproblematic.com And please tell your friends about the show and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts so other people can learn what the show is about, be introduced to me, all of these problematic thoughts and introduced to our community of Problematics. Thanks to producer Stephen Calabria and researcher Aaron Kliegman and executive producers Debbie and Newt, part of the Kingridge 360 Network. part of the Gingers 360 Network.